0: Hey, welcome to Younger Older with Jason and Dave. We're excited to be back and just talk about real life issues and just see how it applies to scripture. Dave, how are you doing today?
1: Very good. Good to be with you and uh, have a discussion on something that hopefully actually matters.
0: Yeah, I hope so. You know, and it's been fun doing this show. I think I think it's picking up some traction. It's fun hanging out and talking with you and getting your elderly perspective on things.
1: Yeah, I watch the elderly part. I'm I'm young compared to some people. This is true. Because you true. always got to compare. You got to compare things and. You know, according to some people. And you're younger than your brother. I am younger than my brother, and I'm younger than uh, Dirt. True. This is true. Yeah, so don't ever call me as old as Dirt. (laughs) I'm younger than Dirt.
0: I would never compare you to Dirt. Thank you very much. You look much better than that. So um, one of the things that we want to talk about today is one of the things that that I've observed, and now I'm a millennial, and I even have a ton of friends that are kind of in this um, phenomenon that I might call but it seems like there's this obsession or super interest in in wanting to be scared. Um, now, it could be that we're coming up around, you know, the time of Halloween, fall, you know, you kind of fall you know whether it's september october november there's it seems that it's harvest time but it's also it seems like halloween time and with that you get these haunted houses that pop up you get these horror movies that come out and this year we had you know a fairly big horror movie come out it that you know has grossed i think 300 million dollars so far um it's a lot and of I'm, money. I'm not sure how that compares. It's a lot movies, of money. But that's a lot of money, you know, and I know that there's a lot of Jesus followers that go to these movies um, to get scared or to have that feeling of scared, and I'm just wondering, I'm like, why? Why would we do that as, as, Isn't as Christians? Isn't scary enough? Why is there this <laughs> desire to be scared or, or have fear, you know? What, I, what do you think, Dave? Yeah,
1: I, I think life is scary enough. You know what I really think? I think... People aren't living real life, and so so they have to go get their fears somewhere else because life is scary. You're in a battle with Satan. Go read the book of Job or something. What, what you understand is that life is real, and you're in a war, and it is scary anyway. Why would you add to that? Right. It, you know, what are you, in a, a spiritual coma or something? So you need to have some energy put into you? There, it's, it's really kind of crazy when I look at it. I don't understand. I walked in. Let me ask you this. There's there's different uh, video games and um, ma- many of the games are, um, I think, violent. And I I haven't I don't play them. So you're off to correct me. Sure. Um, I've only walked in on people or talked to people who play them and and that kind of thing. But on my own stuff, I don't have them. So I walked in once and they were playing this game, and and there were a bunch of guys around. I mean, a bunch of guys, probably six, eight guys, just standing around and two guys playing. And I walked in, and there was blood splattering all over the screen. Yeah. And as the blood was splattering, the guys were cheering. Right. As if something good was going on. Right. And I thought, what is going on here? I was so uncomfortable with that. Mm. The idea of shooting somebody, having blood splatter, and it was somewhat realistic. Yeah. It wasn't like it was... one of these cartoon things where the blood just, I mean, it, and the figure didn't look real. No, these people looked real. The blood was real. Yeah. I'm thinking, how can this not affect you? To go out and to shoot somebody like that, to watch the blood fly like that and cheer. Right,
0: right. How do, how do you get to that point? You know, and whether it's, even, even as I relate with some of the people my age, you know, it's, it's entertainment.
1: You know, so let's talk about that, that
0: exactly. Let's talk about that. What,
1: what does entertainment mean? I don't know. What we is know. acceptable in entertainment, right?
0: You know, and, and I we don't have a line, it seems like.
1: Okay, let me ask you a couple questions. Um, when you go to a movie, uh, where is the line for the movie? Is it one murder, two murders, five? When does it become unacceptable to you,
0: right? For me. You know, my wife and I really don't go to movies anymore because there's nothing that seems to catch our attention. You know, so for us, I suppose it's different. But for the average person, I don't know because they might say one thing and then they go and watch a movie um and it's like didn't that just contradict what you're saying before and I, and that's what i that's where my disconnect comes it's like okay. I, don't, I don't follow that you know and so even going along where where what you're saying you know people you know, my friends would say that oh this is entertainment whether they're you know shooting them up or playing it you know when i was you know a missionary over in northern ireland the big thing with the young people at the time and this is probably still popular was playing call of duty um which is a video game out there where it's you know it's a war setting and you're pretty much shooting each other um, Almost similar to what you were describing a a moment ago. And so what is, the question then is, what is the entertainment value behind that? Well, let
1: me ask you another question, just in general. Um, Recently, there was a a tragedy in Las Vegas. Yeah. Guys shot a bunch of people up at a concert. They were pretty much sitting ducks. Um, If that were in a movie, would it have been popular?
0: Unfortunately, I, I would have to say Probably, and that might be insensitive. can you can know, I, I tell you all of the contradictions
1: probably. in my head about right. what about that whole thing? First of all, I honestly do believe and and again, I'm an old guy, so maybe I'm right. wrong, but I believe that if it were part of a movie, right, people would have been entertained by it. right. but look at reality and what really happened right and and we're disconnected from that. We don't want to connect to that we want to we, we want to not believe that that affects us, right. The movies and the pretend and the whole world. Um, so, so that's the, the first thing that got me was, you know, that's crazy. The second thing that got me is Las Vegas is not really known for their purity. Right. Okay. Now, it, it, after this happened, signs in Las Vegas were saying, pray for Las Vegas. Right. And I thought, that's ironic to me. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, even in the book of Jeremiah, um, God had said to the, uh, Jeremiah the prophet, um, God said through him, to the people, go to your own gods now when you have trouble and let them fix you. Mm. In right. other words, if you're, if you're going to worship this world, and mm. you're going to worship the money, and you're going to worship the things of this world that, are, that, that you think can give you satisfaction and peace, go there when you have a problem and see how they work. Right Now, a lot of people don't see that God does that, Right, but he does. If you want to worship, if you think money is going to fix everything, whether well, when you have a problem, go to it. Let's mm-hmm. see how it works. Right.
0: You know, and I think it, it, it carries on from our discussion uh, from a previous episode about the, the reality versus real life. And I think that we think we can separate the two without it impacting us. And I think Scripture clearly contradicts that me- mentality, you know, and there's a verse in, yeah. in Philippians, and Philippians I think you have 4, it up in front of you. Can you read it? Sure. It, it says, there, Finally,
1: name? brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Now, what's interesting to me is that phrase, think about these things, not just watch these things or whatever. Because I think what happens is, and correct me if if you think I'm wrong here, but I think what happens is we, we will sit and watch something and we think we're not affected by it. Right. So... What we don't realize is we are affected by the things we think about. Absolutely. And so when you're watching something, you're thinking about it, and right. you're going to be affected by it. There's a little chart I like to do, and, and it basically shows how the brain works. Mm-hmm. The brain works on hours of influence. I don't care who you are. You're thinking about something a lot. Yeah. If you're only thinking about yourself, then you're going to live in a very self-centered world, and that's going to cause problems. Yeah. And really... I'm afraid in uh, the world in which I'm watching your generation grow up right now, self is like it. That's all that matters is what I think. Not necessarily what's right. Yeah. Not necessarily what others think, but what I think. And we're even making that right in some right. some weird sense. But when you take the hours of influence and you, you 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 think forever about something. This guy that did the Las Vegas shooting. I mean, he's a mystery guy, of course. But um there you know little things are coming out about him. Right. You don't go buy all those guns that he bought, right? And not have some kind of plan, right? You know, I mean, when you're buying all kinds of guns and putting that kind of money into something, aren't you thinking about something all the time?
0: You, you, there's something that influences it, right. you know, Whether it's you know real life or virtual reality, you know. And I think it's very important that people understand and and see the connection between ours and influence and and how it impacts them. You know, whether it's whether it's violence whether it's language whether it's graphic images those go somewhere you know and they impact the way that you think and, and 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 i i mean i even have a personal story about that you know i was a jesus follower in high school um but you know there was a it was the same phenomenon you know you you get together and you and you watch a you know like a horror film you know so me and my friends would watch a horror film you know and we we're all believers and afterwards, you got scared, and it was like, What you know, it's like, oh, yeah, you know. But then what really got me was my, it was my freshman year of college that I went. Um, and I had one of my, my, um, my small group kids, you know, because I, I helped out with the youth group, so I had a junior hire ask me, he's like, why do you watch those movies? And when it came to justifying it, I had no viable answer. So from that moment on, I knew it's like, you know what, I'm not going to watch it anymore because I didn't have a good reason to. You know, there was no biblical reason that said, you know what, this is a great thing for you to do, to expose yourself to. If anything, I see scripture saying the opposite. You know, why why even flirt with with evil in that sense when the influence that you take in impacts the way that you think, the way that you look at life, and the way that you treat others? And I think that's that's key in this discussion, Dave. You know, and it goes with, with the, the chart that you were referring to about this hour of influence thing, because I think, whether it be violent images, whether it be language, you know, and, and you see that even when people react to stuff when it comes to language, you know, out of the overflow of the, out of the heart, the mouth speaks. You know, when something bad happens, you know, if you slam your foot in the door, if you drop something or if you do something, you know, stupid, what are the words that come out of your mouth? Yeah. You know, where do those words come from? You know, it's got to be coming from somewhere. So there's
1: a normal in everyone's life. Right. All right. So there's a normal in your life. There's a normal in my life. Yeah. I'm telling you that it comes from where your brain is all the time. Yeah. That's where the normal comes from. It actually might be something that's not right, your right. normal. Mm-hmm. And that's why you need, again, to get in the Bible. Absolutely. You, you need to read the Bible and use the Bible to look at your normal life and, and ask, is my normal right? right? Not is my normal normal. Right. Does that make sense? I mean, oh, normal absolutely. being normal, because normal in our culture. I think in the, in the second half of the program, when we get a little bit more time here, I'd like to go into the idea of what do you do when you get together? What is normal for your generation or my generation? Let's say you tell some people, why don't you come over to the house? Yeah. Okay, so what is normal? Then what, what goes on during a normal get-together of people? And I think uh, uh, young people might get together and, and talk about just, Chilling or getting together or whatever, whatever, whatever they do. Older people get together and you know whatever they do. But we need to talk about what is normal when you get together. What does a good relationship look like? What right. does a friendship look like? Right. What, what does it look like? It, is it people that get together and, and do nothing? Mm. Is it people that get together and fish? Is it people like what? What does it? What constitutes a good friendship, and, and is actually positive and evaluating whether you're living within the normal or not.
0: Right, and I fully agree, and I think, like you said, we could jump into that um, as it goes. Um, but one of the things I want to highlight that you just said is, is this normal thing, because as Jesus followers, we think sometimes normal is fitting in with everybody else, but the problem is that everybody else isn't necessarily a Jesus follower, and that in and of itself is, is where we need to
1: take So we take need a to be back. weird?
0: Yeah, I would say so. I would say that we have to be different. And I think that's a biblical concept that that we're afraid of sometimes because being different is difficult sometimes. In fact, being different is difficult a lot of the times, you know, because I could tell you that even as a college student that said, I'm not going to watch this sort of movie, you know, a lot of my friends were like, well, that's stupid. I'm like, well, this is where I see
1: scripture teaching. Yeah. Can you be different though, just to be different and not be different? I don't even know what that means.
0: Well, for
1: example, you make a rule, you know, yeah. everybody does this, so I'm doing this, so I'm different, and then you think you're holy because you you're, you're doing that. But but actually you're not, you're just being different. The goal isn't to be a Christ follower in that case, the goal is to be different. Right. Anybody can do that. Non-Christ followers can be different.
0: Oh, that's true. Absolutely.
1: So so the goal isn't just to be different.
0: Right. It, it's it's The goal is to be more like Christ. And I think we need to dive into this concept more because I think at the core of of what we're talking about today with horror films, that's, that's really what it's at, whether it's horror, violence, all that sort of stuff. You know, I think the core of it is wondering how to be different as Jesus followers. And so that's what we're going to dive into on in the second half of the program. Stick with us. This is Younger and Older with Jason and Dave. We'll see you back here in a second. Hey, welcome back to Younger and Older with Jason and Dave. We've been talking about a lot of different things. We've been talking about horror films, and we've been talking about hours of influence, and how the things that we watch and do impact our lives, and whether or not it's important to fit in. And I think we ended our, well, I know we ended our discussion um, before the break there talking about normal, and whether, you know, we need to be normal or different, and if we need to be different, what sort of different we need to be, because we can be different without necessarily being the right sort of different. And we could be normal without necessarily being the nor- right normal. And is it important to be normal? And that was a is it, lot. Do you want
1: to be normal or do you want to be right?
0: And that's a great question because I think that's what we struggle with at, at the core of it because normal isn't always necessarily right.
1: Yeah. We would like, we would and like right normal. And right isn't but, always yeah, normal. Yeah, but we would like it to be that way.
0: We would like it to be that. In r- fact, right. we
1: might define it that way. We might say the normal in my life is right.
0: Right. And I think we even define some of the common things, you know. So, for instance, you know, w- let's go hang out, Dave.
1: Okay. What does that mean?
0: Well, what's the normal thing to do?
1: That's what I'm asking. Exactly. Who's on first?
0: Who's on second? <laughs> no, what's on second? <laughs>
1: what's on second? You know, I, I mean.
0: I can catch that reference. Some yeah, people might not. <laughs> yeah.
1: But I, I, honestly, if you say let's hang out, I have no idea what that means. Right. So, if you have, uh, first of all, I have to ask you another question. It's burning in my heart. Are clowns bad now?
0: Are clowns bad
1: now? I th- <sighs> they used to be funny.
0: Well, and that's the thing. And I would say, not necessarily. So, if I'm it having
1: it a children's, like you have two children, two yes. young. How, how old are your kids?
0: I have a four year old and a, like a one and a half year old.
1: And another one on the way. And another one on the way. Okay. Yeah. So, would you invite a clown to a birthday party?
0: For them, yes, because th- their influence hasn't been anything else. So
1: you, the clown at your party would be funny. Yeah. Okay. So, But so that's what I'm wondering. You know, every once in a while I say things. And, but,
0: but here's the great thing, and, and it goes with, there are people where a normal clown that's funny, they don't like anymore because of the influence of evil clowns in their life.
1: Yeah, now to show you how in the dark I am on some things, I can't imagine a clown being evil. Right. I can't imagine that. Right. I used to watch Bozo.
0: Bozo. I bozo buckets. Yeah, I used to watch Bozo Bozo and and, and all the different
1: clowns that went with him. I used to walk home from grade school in Chicago, actually eat lunch while I watched Bozo went back, and Bozo was funny. He was hilarious. Yeah, so why would I ever be afraid of him? Right. Precisely. Do you know how weird it is that things that once were innocent and funny can be turned to being evil?
0: And I, f- I feel like that's happening more and more. It is. You know, because even with, um, like, even TV shows, you know, like, I remember growing up watching cartoons. I mean, you had the Looney Tunes, you had whatever else there was. Yep. You know, and you look at TV shows now, and it's almost as if they're introducing things that don't need to be introduced at all.
1: Right. They used to just be funny. Right. And, and really slapstick stuff and funny stuff. And I remember one of my favorite um, cartoons growing up was El Cabong.
0: I don't even know what that yeah, is. Yeah, I know
1: it. it was um, quick drama draw and some others, but this guy the would. Tight? Yeah, and hey, thanks. <laughs> there was there was this. I think it was. Uh, a donkey or a mule or something. Aww. I forget what it was. But he would fly around on a rope and hit things with a guitar. A donkey would fly. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. It I, like but, a... but you know what? And, yeah. and it was El Cabong. And the way they got a name was it was Cabong when, when it hit with the guitar. And you this know. was normal to watch. Yeah, it was. It was, <laughs> it was pretty funny. Going back to our normal time. So I, the the thing is, I know things have changed in life and things have changed through history. But when you get together in your age bracket, if a couple of people came over and said, hey, Jason, can we come hang out at your home tonight? Right. What are they asking?
0: You know, it's it's different based on the person, I think. Um, Because I think that my wife and I tend to be more talkers like we enjoy conversation. And so usually we have like snacks and food and we hang out and chit chat and talk or even play a game. Um, so depending on, on the person, that's what we might do. Otherwise I do know that there are other people that want to come over and like watch a movie. Okay. You know, and that's their hanging out or, you know, and so I think it, it even differs depending on, on what category of age. What happens comes to you when
1: you watch a movie? I mean, what, what goes on in somebody's head when you sit down and watch a movie?
0: Well, that also goes depends on the person, too, because there's the certain types that like that is their goal is to watch the movie. And so you can't have any conversation. You're really not doing anything. They're just watching the movie. And it's kind of what's the point of hanging out, you know, or you have the the other type where you could put a movie on in the background, but you're really just ignoring it and talking So what's the it. point
1: of the movie? Precisely. Well, that's what I'm asking. <laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs> it's a great, you know. Yeah. And then sometimes I invite, you know, some younger people over, you know, even sometimes when I have, like, say, my program team from the summer over, who is, whether it's, you call it iGen or the ne- whatever the whatever next then Whatever they year, are. Whatever right. is younger than millennial, you know. And they come and they, they interact with each other, but half the time they're on their phones you know and and it's just like are you here or are you elsewhere and then when you're elsewhere you're communicating with here you know and so there's are we all we're losing something i feel are like.
1: you are, is your generation dissatisfied with life the way it is i think so it's too boring without something i feel that,
0: like there always needs to be new entertainment
1: yeah so the entertainment part so yeah. you sit down and you watch something cuz your life is so boring that you need to watch somebody else 's life who, that's already scripted and a little more exciting
0: that and I feel like my generation is is afraid of what to do in the void when there is no entertainment
1: so what would the answer be i mean I, shouldn't maybe i'm thinking, okay as a teacher as an older guy, why not do something in life that actually involved action and right. and actually changed somebody 's life? why right. not go to some elderly person's house and clean up their yard
0: because that's not normal
1: yeah but it would give you action and it would help somebody and it would why not get together with friends and come to a place like Silverberg ranch or something and, and serve on a dish crew
0: right absolutely
1: so those things right when you start having real life with real people right and doing real life with real people it's amazing.
0: Absolutely. And I think that sometimes we're afraid to engage in that. And there might be, you know, you might be listening to the show and being like, oh, that's great. You know, you're, you're talking ideal. But what is stopping you from doing that? You know, because I know that there's some of my friends, you know, that, you know, whether they live far away or here, that I know rather than engaging in active things like that. You know, because we talked about Philippians 4 8, you know, whether whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is holy, there is anything excellent in right. praise. You know, think about these things, you know, so that that's our principle, that's our standard. But I, I know that there's friends, you know, that rather than the challenge of doing that, because there might be some difficulty in doing that, might even be some effort in doing that, they'd rather, quote unquote, check out. And and watch virtual reality, whether that's through a TV show, whether that's through a movie, whether that's through sports, and just waste away life. Yeah, so
1: in a way, they just check out, and they're not there anyway. Right. You know, this verse, that goes in Philippians uh, 4, where it says, Finally, brothers, whatever's true, whatever's honorable, whatever's just, whatever's pure, whatever's lovely, whatever's commendable, if there's any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things— Great verse, you could put it up somewhere, you could put it like right on, on, I used to say on your TV, but a lot of TVs are mounted on the wall, and I mean all kinds of stuff, so put it somewhere where you can look at it. <laughs> uh, but verse nine, the verse after that says this, and I wanna oh, focus on that for a second.
0: This, this verse blows my mind, yep. go for it, Dave.
1: It says, what you have learned, and received, and heard, and seen in me, practice these things, and the god of peace will be with you. I think people are pursuing peace. Right. And the way you get it is by imitating those who live in reality and live a life in hand in hand with god, walking with god. Everybody your age, Jason, everybody my age, your age, you should have two other people in your life. I call it a trio. Yeah. You should have somebody older in your life that actually is watching over you that says that you can go to, you can ask any question about, you can, and, and you should be watching that older person or several older people, whatever, why? Because if they really get it, that's how you learn. You right. don't learn through lectures, you right. don't do that. Secondly, you should have a younger person around you that you're always dragging along. And I mean, you might be dragging them at times, yeah. where you're saying, you know, I want you to be a part of my life, I want you to do that. You know, you know, I've watched you, 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 have a guy, you have guys come actually from other countries. Yeah. that you've influenced and still are influenced and they come and they still like being influenced by you. Right. But, but you care about them and you watch over them. And if they did something wrong, I could imagine you going after them.
0: Right, absolutely.
1: Okay, that's what you need in your life. The Apostle Paul is saying that to Timothy. When you read that, how many people that are listening today and how many people in your generation actually are, in, um, are very specifically, they have people in their life that are older that they put in a position where they both want to emulate and where they want to be held accountable.
0: And I would say that that's, that's not happening a whole lot anymore. You know, like, I, unless you're intentional about it, that doesn't, doesn't happen. You know, and I think it's so important that you do that. Why? Because if you look at this, this is the mind-blowing thing about this verse. I mean, this is Paul writing, and it wasn't about Paul. You know, if you, if you read the New Testament, you know that Paul wasn't about Paul. He was about Jesus. You know, so he's not doing this as if he had a chip on his shoulder, but he's saying, you know, look at my life. You know, he says, you know, what you've learned, what you've received, what you've heard and seen in me, Paul, practice these things. So in other words, the way that Paul is living his life, he wants you to model that. And what would happen if you modeled that? Well, it says that and the God of peace will be with you, you know. And so even as I think about my life and, and this this trio, I'm looking at other people that I can learn from, you know, whether it be you, Dave, or other people that have been in my life where I can learn how to do this so that I can even pass it down to the next generation. Because when I think about my life, it's like, wow. If I were to tell somebody younger, hey, look at the way that I'm living my life and do everything that I say, do, and teach, and the God of peace will be with you, like that's a bold statement. Right. And so if I'm going out and I'm watching horror movies and I'm going out and I'm playing these violent video games, and on the other side of it, I'm saying, you know what? I want you to listen to Philippians 4 8. Those two clash, and how is a young person going to look at that and say, where does this line up? Right. And that's radical. Right. And the problem is is that we don't do that, and so we settle for trying to separate it into two different lives, and it just doesn't work. Yep. And that's why it's so important to have those people, even like yourself, Dave. But you have to do it. You have to you do have it. To. You have to do it. And it, it takes effort to do it. It, does, it just doesn't happen overnight. And, and I think we're afraid of that effort sometimes.
1: And maybe we should re-talk about the church and what it should be, because maybe it should be adjusted that way. However, one, one of the things, for a moment, and yep. I know, you know time is short, but for a moment, think of people, whether you know well or in your family, distant family, whatever, who's young, they're young, and their marriages are in trouble. Yeah. What would a difference be if those people were regularly hanging around an older person who loved God and was watching over him?
0: I would say it would transform their marriage. Yeah,
1: because when you think about them, do they have people in their lives right. that are older, that they hang out with, Yeah, that they allow to be a part of their life, actually, yeah. so that they would notice the problem right. and even say anything? I mean that's that's another problem. Would you be willing to say something if you were in a relationship like that? Right. You need to. You need to be able to look at somebody when they're they're doing something that's obviously wrong. Now, obviously, if you're you're hiding things, you can't be corrected. Uh, I mean, there's there's no way to correct something unless somebody sees it. And so people live uh, isolated lives in our country all the time.
0: Yeah.
1: And part of it is that the protectionism at that point. Yeah. They, they want to protect their lifestyle, and they know that if somebody actually knew what they were doing. They'd be corrected right right and so they don't allow that um, i I don't know I go to church on a Sunday morning I don't see this model right I mean I'm not saying it's not there, but you don't see uh, and yet the Bible tells us what are older wives supposed to do mm-hmm. teach younger women yeah. to do what to love their husbands right whoa, well, that's very specific isn't it yeah well if if a, if a younger wife does not have an older wife who loves Jesus in her life, who's teaching her how to love her husband?
0: Right, absolutely.
1: Now, you might say, well, that's kind of an archaic. No, that's what the Bible says. Mm-hmm. And the Apostle Paul here is talking about older men like himself. And, and if you want to look at uh, like the books of Timothy, Second Timothy, First Timothy, that kind of stuff. So anyway...
0: No, and I think that's great, and that's something we could dive into even in a future episode, because I think this whole idea is life-on-life life ministry, and that's what Jesus modeled. In order for us to, to dive into life change and to see this, it's all about life-on-life. Life. So we thank you for joining us on Older and Younger this week, and we encourage you to join in next time. Check out our website at Relay365.com, and tune in and check out, download the old episodes, and we will see you here next time on Older and Younger with Dave and Jason.